friends. <laughs> Hi, friends, and welcome back to... I don't know, we didn't have anything planned, but perhaps we should. You are our friends. You are our friends. Freunde. 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 Very good. Yeah. So good. Yeah, that one time. No, you did a great job. It's not easy. Yeah. We have our uh, air conditioner on. Do we should we turn it off? <laughs> <laughs> you can go turn it off, and I'll I'll keep the people uh, entertained. Entertained. I will. So, uh, <laughs> you know, they say that um, the best laid plans don't aren't plans at all. Um, actually, I'm better. I used to be better at this. <laughs> I used to um, talk to myself. What does that mean? Best laid plans. Um, it means the best plans made. Okay, because I actually never understood that. Because I'm bagging a project that's an indie film. Yes. Uh, it's a horror film, and uh, it's from people I've met at festivals who are really awesome. Yeah. Uh, and they're doing an anthology. Of, oh. Well, they're doing an anthology film of an anthology book they did, and it's called Worst Late Plans. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> Yeah. And I never knew what it meant. <laughs> it's tongue-in-cheek. It's, um, so the best laid plans, the, the rest of it, uh, and the, don't come at me, y'all, because I don't know the source, but it's from a book, and it's like, you know, the, the best plans made, basically, um, are the ones that fall apart. Basically. Mm-hmm. So your friends are saying that they didn't even have the intent to, to do a good job of making plans. Well, well, you don't know the, the uh, content of the... Okay. anthology which is vacation yeah so it's kind of like plans that are getting messed uh, up yeah yeah I, yeah I mean they could have had the same sentiment with the best laid plans yes. it would have been exact same thing but they're they're saying on top of that that things going wrong they didn't yes. even do a good job in planning it to begin with is what I'm hearing from worse laid I'm not plans. sure um, making sure um, I mean, having read the stories, but I'm not sure. Well, yeah. I'm, I'm quite... Uh, yes. I'm quite... Uh, I'm not sure how I would relate, but I, I would have let's to think about Let's break it out. Let's again. get it. Everybody go right now. Where do they find this? Kickstarter? Uh, Seed and Spark? Where is it? It's on Indiegogo. Indiegogo. Go to Indiegogo. Look up Worst Laid Plans. It also has a Twitter page. Yeah. Worst do some plans. research and see uh, what, it, what you think it means. And then... Yes, exactly. Tell us. Tell us and then throw in... Ten dollars while you're there yes, for the for the good. for the time you do it. Yeah, very cool. Okay, um, so the air is off. It looks like yeah. it sounds like. Thank you for doing that. You're <laughs> you're very spry. You're very. <laughs> See, I don't know what that means either. Uh, this is gonna be this part of podcasting this is this for beginners. Uh, it just means usually it's used for older people to 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 say that they are agile and they can move oh, quickly I can totally and it means more than that though it has to do yeah. with the, with uh your your sharpness as well yeah so it's uh but you can use it for any age yeah and it just i was just saying oh yeah yeah i yeah. think there's a german word like that oh what do you think it is oh, i have no idea <laughs> oh yeah 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 but i feel like you want to teach me a german word now that we've we've done this, <laughs> we've, this. Uh, yeah teach me how to teach me how to do it <laughs> teach me how to say um, well, I know how to say das ist verboten. Yeah, this is forbidden. Das ist verboten. Das ist verboten. What did I say yesterday that I was excited about? It was like uh, oh. outstanding. Did you? 
Because oh, wow. I was, you were walking up the stairs and we were celebrating, and I said "outstanding," and you said the German word for "outstanding." Wow, I don't I remember at all. What yeah, I turned into Fraser when I get very excited about <laughs> wins for us. <laughs> outstanding, young lady. You didn't say something like "ausgezeichnet." It sounds very similar. But that is what Mr. Burns says in German for "excellent." Excellent. Say it again. Ausgezeichnet. Ausgezeichnet. Uh, it's so it. complicated. It's a very complicated word. Very complicated. <laughs> and you're the yeah. I mean, obviously, so many languages are more complicated. I think, <laughs> think than English. Uh, but it, English is complicated because so many of words can mean five different things. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, it's it, English is very abstract. Mm-hmm. German mm-hmm. is very concrete. And that's why it's so uh, poetic. English can be. So poetic, mm. not not as poetic as some other language, but it can be, because it can mean you can paint with watercolors, really, with words. Yeah, and that's why I like puns in English. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. we nice. we do enjoy our puns. <laughs> we do. <laughs> I think we're just like eighty five percent pun. Oh yeah, our ingredients. <laughs> the rest is uh, indignation against uh, non mask wearers. Basically. And exactly, and we're. And it's good to have somebody with you who enjoys your puns, no matter what. Because, you know, a lot of people are like, when they hear a pun, and, you know, I can deal with that. Oh, I love a pun. I love a good pun, and I love a bad pun. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Just go for it. Yes, yes. Yeah. yeah, I think we're, we're meant to be in that respect in so many other ways. Yeah. So, I think we, um, we get into it. There's not much for us to get into as of now, but look at watch us get to an hour. Uh, <laughs> um, so I wanted to talk about Biden's first 50 days, mm-hmm. just briefly, um, because he just had this uh, uh, speech that he gave that he addressed the nation and the whole world was watching, of course. Mm-hmm. And it's just such a stark contrast to what we've been dealing with for the mm-hmm. past four or five years. We didn't even realize, some of us couldn't even understand and fathom, including myself, like yeah. how deep this was because as bad as it seemed, it was 10 times worse because of the uh, uh, inundation, the constant being immersed and soaked in the Trump craziness. Yeah. So good news is a lot of things happen. The $1.9 trillion uh, uh, thing was passed. Yeah. A lot of people got $1,400 in their bank accounts already. I think it was passed on oh, Thursday night. Yeah. And people have already gotten it. Some people have gotten yeah, it. a lot of people who had direct deposit have it. Um, and there, there were a bunch of other things in that bill that were passed, too, mm-hmm. that were uh, historic. Hmm. And... It's just exciting. It's just exciting. And then the the part that's the most, not the most, I guess it's just a taste, whatever your taste is. Mm-hmm. But the part that I found so exciting was the vaccine. Um, yes. Although I think all of the other stuff that's going to have such a longer effect is, is even is it exciting too, financially. Yes. So that means, I think, I think it means that we're going to have fewer weekends where we're yelling at people about oh. not wearing masks. Maybe we'll yell about something else. Perhaps. We, we, is that our dishwasher? It is our dishwasher, dishwasher, if you hear that. Yeah. Let's give it some sound. 
I don't think it's... You don't think... I think it picks it up because it's... I mean, it's I think, a, it's, yeah, a omni, it's a little bit. It's, it's an omni-channel. <laughs> omnibus. What is it? What? Oh, yeah. Omnidirectional. Omnidirectional, yes. Yeah, yeah. it's so good. Or... Well, thank you. It's like audio. Yeah, it's audio. Yeah, sorry, it's audio specific. Yes, yes. I know. Oh, and I have... I know the Shure mic that I use upstairs is... is uh, um, direct. Oh, yeah. yeah. I totally It forgot. doesn't do that. It wouldn't pick that it's up. It's like... I don't know why I want to say cardio. Is it cardio. Like, it's it's it Cardi cardio. B. It's a Cardi B mic. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a Cardi no. Cardi B mic. Actually, it's Cardi. That reminds me, Cardi should do something with cardio. She should be like, she should to Beyonce's Peloton. She should do something with with uh, uh, Peloton itself or um, what's that one with an N? The one that's the old school one that they're trying to compete with Peloton, so they have that bike that moves I around. No idea. You have a lot of marketing ideas for Peloton. We should just say I have that. So, so many, many marketing ideas for Peloton. They finally, after two or three years, took my advice. I know they took it directly from me yelling on Twitter <laughs> to have actual people who don't weigh a hundred pounds in their yeah. in their commercials because. If you watch a commercial like that and you only see very fit people, then if you're not very fit, you don't think you want to do that. Well, and let's let's be very clear. Yes. Let's be very clear before y'all come for Anna, because I know when you say fit, that doesn't necessarily mean that people who are overweight are not fit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm just saying that because there was something recently that kind of blew up on Twitter and and I just want to make sure that we're not saying it. I'll say it for myself. As someone who weighs... A lot. Yes. Who is technically certainly obese, right? And more recently considered morbidly obese, and you hate that term. That's so stupid. You don't like that term. Morbid morbidity is about the ability, like your. <laughs> I know exactly that's why. So why? I think it just scares you. I think that it scares you, and I that's your it's, reaction to it's, it. No, I think it's over dramatic. You think it's over? You think it's dramatic? Yeah. I don't. I don't think it's dramatic because. As someone who is that, yeah, you're telling me that the, the, the check engine light is on. You're telling me that you're, you're passing go in a way you never thought you could. Not go. You're passing like, you know, the point of no return in a way that I never, ever imagined I would be this heavy. And it's not saying you're... It's not a... It's not a um, uh, what is the word? It's not like judging you, saying, oh, you're... <laughs> Blah blah blah, obese. It's saying you're more, you're closer to death than you would be before if you could lose some weight. So statistically, yeah. Yes. But then when we say like fit isn't the same as um, overweight and all, like not overweight and all yeah. kind of things. Yeah. Then also, yeah. I mean, I see what you're saying. It, yeah. yeah. I just don't. I just. It's it's comforting to me and helpful to me. Not just comforting, okay. but it's helpful. It's it's the thing that tells me I don't want to be morbidly obese. It doesn't sound good. <laughs> I don't like it, so I want to find a way to come back. Again, so for it's you, being a little obese. So you know? for you, it's like a helpful guideline. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. To understand where you are on a spectrum. Correct. Oh, okay. Correct. And, Understood. And I also feel it. Like if I felt good. Yes. Right at this weight. Is that other stuff beeping? This is also the dishwasher. What's going on? I'll I'll just continue. You can hear me from over there. She's gonna run and turn the dishwasher beeper off. (laughs) What What's happening around here? Uh, But if I if I felt 
understand? What's, I just think it's funny. Yes. Okay. If I felt good or great at this weight, I'd tell everybody to go where they could shove it. You know? Yeah. I would say morbidly obese is probably still accurate. But I just don't feel it, so I don't know what that, why that's the case. Right. But I feel yeah. pretty bad. And this is not 100% an invitation for you all to tell me what to do about losing weight. If one person <laughs> tweets at me and tells me how to lose weight, I think I might throw my phone out of a, a closed window. <laughs> that's not an invitation. Please do not do that. All we're doing is having a conversation for those who might relate or those who might be curious, not for you to, to interject your opinions. Even if you're a doctor, even if you're a fitness professional, please. I'm begging you with all of my life to do that. But I will say I don't feel well. I'm doing things about that. As you know, I'm turning that around. Um, um, but so going back to the, I'm going to bring us back to why we were talking about yes. that, is Peloton. So Peloton they, for so long, they didn't have these. They just had like one type of human. Yeah. I wanted them to have people who were overweight, in yeah. my opinion, whatever yes. overweight is. I wanted people right. who were who were big, yeah. like me, so I could see the cam, so I could see them on camera saying, "Oh, they fit on that bike. Yeah. They're able to to race exactly. on that bike." Okay, that now I have been a Peloton customer for yeah. what four years, three years, something like that, with two bikes, by the way. So I'm I I like the the company. I just wish that they had done this sooner, just like Apple, I think, could do, could have done things sooner uh, to reach a more, quote-unquote, urban audience. So, Peloton, uh, let's see what else can they can do to make themselves better. Well, I think it's interesting, like, this whole idea about, as they thought the idea is so, this aspirational thing of, oh, we all, everybody wants to be like this, and so if they see this, then they think that... They can be like this, but that's yeah, not how I mean, life that's, is and how people are. That's why they put the people in like, the most beautiful homes ever. Like, right. like they're just ve very thin people, very white people, very much wealthy people with the Peloton. And what the reality is, what I said to them is, you know, I know someone um, who, who is a friend who has four, I think she has four daughters. Mm-hmm. She goes to her garage, I think, or something like that, or a yeah. special room in the morning before, somehow, before these girls wake up, earlier than the sun, yeah. she goes and she goes on the Peloton for 20 or 30 minutes. She comes back and she makes breakfast for her husband and all of these children and her husband helps or whatever. And I'm like, show me that on a commercial. Yeah. And I'm buying Pelotons. Oh, actually, I should say I'm a three-ton Peloton customer because I bought one as a gift. So I'm, I'm buying Pelotons for <laughs> left and right. If you're showing me the reality of what it is, have the, the, the commercial show a kid, you know, you're on it and you're getting told by the person on the, on the screen, you can do it, Tony. And then all of a sudden your kid throws, you know, a spaghetti string at your face because that's the reality of life. Or you yeah. get a phone call or... And exercising, know. especially like... Uh... That's actually interesting to me is like how exercise, I mean, like there's these different ways of exercising and everybody, exercise is, is important from a health standpoint, right? Mm -hmm. But it's... Um, Cardio is king. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what I think is like everybody has to do it differently, right? So 
but people's lives are also different. So, so it's about more making people understand how it can fit into their lives. And I don't know, like, yeah. instead of being like, oh, this is this elite thing. Yeah. Like, because exercising isn't some, some um, elite um, thing. kind of thing. That's yeah. right. And it's a high price point. So yeah, I guess they were true, saying, yeah. let's reach people who can afford it. That's who we're going to focus on first, people who can actually afford it. Uh, and they've done that. They need to recognize that people who can afford it have different life lifestyles than the ones that they've created. Even the people who created the commercials, the people who work at Peloton, right, have normal lives. <laughs> exactly, normal lives where you don't have all the time and like eat the, necessarily the most cleaned up home. Or yeah, like you designer just, home. Yeah. The designer home is the thing, right? <laughs> um, uh, so. There's so much more they could do, I think, with Beyonce. Um, have her lead a class, just one, 30-minute class. Have her actually leading the class for 30 minutes. I'm sure it's difficult to do, but she has a multi-million-dollar contract with them. I'm sure they offered this to her, and she said, no, figure out a way, and let that just be evergreen content that people pull from, because just having her music is, is something that anybody can pull up on their phone. Um, so do that. Call me if you need help there. Uh, there's plenty that I would give. I'm not going to give it all away for free, though. Peloton knows how to find me. Yeah, exactly. They know what's up. Yeah. Now, and I say again, three, to three times I've bought this bike and, and pay for this service three times. So I'm not saying this from a perspective of, uh, like, I don't like you. I'm canceling. <laughs> I'm not pe canceling Peloton. I love them. But I need them to do better. Um, that reminded me, though. Oh. You want to say anything about Netflix? <laughs> no. You don't? Why? Okay, I'll just tell you why, and then you can tell me you don't want to do it. Yeah. Because I think your take on Netflix, like the times I've talked to you about Netflix, has been so um, illuminating and so awesome. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why? <laughs> oh, because you're so, you're so in tune with what they needed to, to have done. I mean... A lot of what you said like a year and a half ago to me when we were going around um, having meetings and things like that, mm -hmm. what you said about Netflix, a lot of it is, is showing up. Oh, is it? Yeah. Because I haven't followed recently, honestly. Yeah, because you, you do you want me to say a couple yeah. of things? So you said that, well, first of all, I mean, I think a lot of people are saying this and you, you, you helped me understand it, mm -hmm. was that they can't keep canceling things that they are doing original as originals if they want to keep this core audience. And, and if it's real, if it turns out to be a bad show, meaning it didn't really come out <laughs> the way it, that, yeah, it should have come out and it wasn't really a, a good thing. Oh yeah, cancel it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> But there were shows that were really amazingly well done and kind of groundbreaking and um, um, basically, If you cancel them, uh, <laughs> like uh, the, the wait, reason why they're canceled is because of low viewership, right? Mm -hmm. But but me as a viewer, like or <laughs> as a viewer, like I want to watch great shows. Like I don't want to watch a lot of shows. Like um, like because a lot of shows, like I can watch any any go to any streaming service. Mm -hmm. If I go to a streaming, like there are so many streaming services and. And I'm not looking for a bunch of new shows or something. Mm -hmm. I'm looking for really amazing shows. That's why I keep 
subscribe to something. Yeah. I keep being a subscriber. So there were a couple shows you were very upset that were canceled. And your take on it at the time, like a year and a half ago, was not only for the people who are watching it now who yeah. are who are exactly. bummed but what about the people who come in later yeah. get get excited about the season or see that there's only one season and yeah. say never watch it you know yeah and never watch it and it could be this kind of um honeypot you don't want to some... be like the graveyard <laughs> um to of tv shows you want to be um have those shows on there where people in 10 years they can discover that because think about that like that happens to a lot of shows and on streaming it's actually much more possible for people to rediscover shows and um yeah so so if there's a show that's good maybe it's not gonna pick up right now because it it wasn't the right time but in three to five years people are like no this show is really good you know Mm -hmm. and and, uh, (laughs) so it will there there'll be this back catalog Mm -hmm. where you'll have all these really great shows and they're they're finished and they're satisfying to watch and it doesn't make sense to like for me yeah it it feels weird to to even watch shows where i'm not sure if they maybe they'll get canceled i'm not sure you know like Mm -hmm. i'm i'm giving everything some time right now because i'm like i'm not sure if i want to watch this because i'll see what time says yeah and i think um, you know they're they're banking on this idea of all, a lot of they have a lot of new content and it's a lot of comedy and a lot of movies and yeah. like the Adam Sandler stuff and yeah. um, some of the Eddie Murphy stuff. They're banking on a lot of these yeah. pa- kind of tentpole within within Netflix. Like yeah. get get everybody there, but it's going to be the things like the the long standing relationships that they're going to have with the Shonda Rhimes and the Ryan Murphys. And they need to continue doing that because yeah. those are very mainstream people too that they know they can bring in. But these shows like what's the Sense Eight? Is that the Sense Eight and the OA? The OA, the yeah. OA is Everybody the one. Everybody was so upset. So you just but both, yeah. So what I I haven't watched the OA, but I saw your your yeah. beautiful video about it. You know that you don't think it's beautiful. I think it's amazing. <laughs> um, and I'm like because I saw your video about it, I want to yeah. go watch it now. Yeah. But then I found it out it's still it's a very beautiful show, um, and and it really deserved the third season or something, even just to wrap it up. You know, if you feel like oh, this is just so, so niche, then even one of the uh, season, you know, like to help people wrap things up to wrap stuff. things up because um, it's like because then like you have it in your catalog and Mm -hmm. something to point to people look we had this great show and nobody knows about it but it's great and it's not like you know we had the show but it was canceled yeah now now the money's wasted because it's wasted and you're saying we didn't you're signaling we didn't believe in the show yeah Yeah. it wasn't that good no there are shows that weren't that good and they should be canceled and that's fine but not but when and it's not a yeah, it, it really, I would look at the quality and yeah. think about creating these great shows, even if, like, think like HBO that makes sometimes shows that, that are, like, a little out there and a little bit like, who's going to watch this? Yeah. But then they make it so it's uh, it makes sense and it's a beautiful show and becomes some sort of cult favorite. Yes, yeah. yes. Well, so I was going to say, there are some shows, not on Netflix, but yeah. just in general, that I don't think should have a second season. Yeah. But it's kind of, you go in and that's why you have these limited releases. Yes. So there are two shows that come to mind. Uh, one is 
Watchmen, which yeah. I think we're going to talk about. Yeah. And the other one is The Flight Attendant with Kelly oh, Cuoco yeah. uh, that I just binged yeah. after The Undoing um, wasn't our favorite. And so The Flight Attendant kind of helped cleanse the palate there and absolutely see a place for it to have more seasons easily. Yeah. But I think it just stops because it's so special and Watchmen stops because it's so special. But going back to Netflix before we talk about yes. that... Netflix has the, the, I think they just have such a playground and uh-huh. such possibility. What do you think they should focus on? Yeah, I think you should go even more experiment, experimental, honestly. Mm-hmm. Because, and understand that not everything can be a stranger things. Yeah. Not to just go for that. Um, because that's, okay, so you sometimes you're going to hit that jackpot kind of. But... The other things that are just now you're competing against so many shows, so much noise that you have to like, I think look for something that is um, that gets people to talk and what shows to still get people to talk right mm-hmm. because because there's so much so well they're doing that with like I say Shonda Rhimes like right. everybody's talking about her new show Bridgerton I think it's called and you're gonna have those. People who are just deliver, who deliver like she does. And also have already a big name anyway. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But you're saying also, in, in addition to that, yes. have these you other have experiments. Bet. Yeah, so you have the big names and, and you go for those big things and you kind of know mm-hmm. that you're probably going to have a hit. And then these other things you have to like, it's like seed investing, right? Yeah. And then yeah. then don't cancel them for you. Lack of viewership cancel them for lack of kind of quality because you want you wanna you want people to watch original stuff yeah that is good oh this reminds me so much okay so I'm gonna try to first of all shout out to Grey's Anatomy it's on fire right now um and Shonda Rhimes um second of all it reminds me of so for anybody who's listening who's in the tech world so first round capital just talked about how they were invested in this gaming company educational gaming company back in 2009 i think is when they mm-hmm. first invested and for like 6 or 7 years it had the same valuation basically because mm-hmm. it wasn't getting a lot of traction but it was a very solid well done product and then it and then they uh, had uh, they put their characters in stores as action figures and that got a lot of attention right. and then all of a sudden there's this chart that Josh Koppelman who's a friend made and it just shows it just like 10x or something overnight almost overnight and then they were they just went public I believe or were were acquired one of the two they just had an exit and then they blew up and so your your take on Netflix needs to treat its portfolio like a venture fund like a like a venture fund would who has the the founder in mind and has the customers in mind rather than what is tr- super trendy and what is only only looks like pattern matching of what it's what's going to work and you know i have another example for this yes and obviously it, this has a big name but it was also very experimental wandavision wandavision oh yeah i was going to talk about wandavision and that is like it's just, it got people to talk because people were so confused. And that's Disney. Now, Disney's not doing a great job in a lot of areas right now, but they're, they hit it out the park with, with WandaVision. Yeah. And they could, and it could have gone so many different ways, but now they have the foundation for the next, their next chapter, or their next phase, I should say. And it absolutely was a risk. 
Yeah. Because they could have lost so many people. Maybe they have lost some yeah. people, but they've gained a lot of people. And then people will watch this over and over and over, just like they watch uh, Iron Man 1, you know, to, to catch up. Yes. It's just a really great foundation. So you can, so Netflix can, they have the money, they have the talent, they have the people who still care. There are, I've heard, you know, a lot of people who are, it's just like the VC world, like a lot of founders, aka directors and writers, are bypassing Netflix for either some other streaming yeah. or to do it independently yeah. and build up their thing on their own yeah. because Netflix is being so pattern ma- they're supposed to be the the disruptors yeah but at this point they're just looking for the things that have already worked and like trying to make some sort of algorithmic choices of yeah I think yeah. very much so um, blatantly so I think they said yes, yeah. yeah so maybe there needs to be a little bit more magic to it now we're saying this as two people sitting at a table yes. somewhere there are thousands of employees at Netflix, and they probably have this conversation all the time. There are probably a lot of people pushing for certain things or things we don't know. Yeah, and but it's just our coffee table conversation, right? Exactly. Yeah. So we don't know the backgrounds, and I hear. I mean, I hear that a lot of a lot of the content that is created on Netflix is because people watch it in the background, mm-hmm. so they actually don't want to pay attention really. Oh, that's interesting. But then it's. Then it's almost like two different viewerships, right? Yeah, I don't, I don't do that. I watch Netflix intentionally, and I watch probably Hulu in the background. I watch like TV shows, like Friends or The Office in the background. Right? Yeah, yeah, but then well, I want Friends is gone. Ex- and The Office. In The Office, yeah. <laughs> so there's nothing for me to watch yeah, What's going on Netflix? Come yeah. on, you got to bring the flavor. <laughs> but they they put a lot of great um, black led shows on Netflix recently, okay. like Sister Sister and all kinds of stuff. So they have my attention again. Uh, but yeah, there's there's a ton. I mean, here's the thing, Netflix, just like Peloton. I'm saying, call me because I can I can talk your ear <laughs> off. Call Anna, um, Netflix. Call Anna because, and have her sit with you for four hours, um, and tell and you. I'll tell you this ten minute rant over and over again yes. for four hours. <laughs> there was so, there's so much information that you have for them as a as an independent uh, filmmaker and just the artist that you are and the, the, the mind that you, that you have, right? So I think that it's, it's just very I valuable. Neither, I will neither confirm or deny that. <laughs> <laughs> so I, one more shout out to WandaVision. I have to say, this is March 13th, 2021. I, I miss WandaVision because it didn't come on. This, this week. Yeah, yeah, this usually would be the day tonight I, where we, we would, would watch, watch it. Together. Yeah. It was so good, so so cool. Uh, we won't spoil a thing, but no. the the ending was great, and I hope it has multiple seasons because that's the whole point of it. It's either it has seasons or it, it's going to lead to other seasons of other shows. So, very very grateful to that to the people who put that together. Do you want to? Let me go back a little bit because I don't think we close out the whole Biden vaccine thing because wow. I started talking about Peloton. Yes, <laughs> great. It's true. <laughs> So, Biden vaccine. So, his thing is by the end of April. By the end of April, everybody who wants a vaccine should have access to a vaccine. By July 4th, he believes that small family, like small family and friend gatherings should be able to happen in your backyard if you have a backyard. Uh, Or, you know, maybe in your home or maybe... 
the rec center, yes. um, like we do, um, for July 4th, if you're in the United States and you want to celebrate that sort of thing, that Independence Day. Um, that's his, his timeline. He also said that instead of 100 days to 100 million shots in the arm, it's 60 days. So that was the 50th day, so sometime in the next week or uh -huh. so, every you know, 100 shots would have been done. So he's, he's right on schedule, even, I mean, way, beyond, way ahead of schedule. Why are you saying 100 shots? What do you mean? When he, so, <laughs> this is why we're here. This is why we're having this conversation. So when he took office and when he was um, trying to get elected, he okay. said, in my first 100 days of office, 100 million, uh, 100 million shots, shots, not people, but shots, yes. will happen. Yeah, okay. And he's yeah. saying that'll happen with the, the, the 60th day is when we should hit mm -hmm. the 100 million shots. If I understood him correctly, that's what was said. That would be amazing. Yeah, because they have to speed it up. They have to speed it up, speed yeah. it up. And they have to speed it up even, I mean, we're, there's all these variants that are there and they're making things tougher, even though we're going super fast. Uh, but again, let's, let's really remember that no matter what, we could have still right now be waiting on a, on a vaccine and could be waiting on a vaccine next year or the year after if this was like anything of the past. But we got the vaccine in less than a year. Why are you smiling? I thought I heard a vaccine. Did I said vaccine? I did not say vaccine. <laughs> However, <laughs> can we talk about that? So, I keep saying. What did you say yesterday that oh, I just, because it was in the middle of a word. Device. Device. It's the cutest thing. So not device, but device. Because you don't have a strong German accent. You don't. But we only have one V, right? So, to me, both are the same. So, I just... Yeah, so, but you do have this thing that if it's a W, it's a V. If it's a V, it's a W. Sometimes, And sometimes yes. you'll do it. And it's the cutest thing, device. And you're telling me something so serious. You're like, yeah, you have to take this device. And yeah. <laughs> Just please stop. Just stop right there. And you know, my friend BT from Golden Boy, mm -hmm. he, he once said to me, and this was probably 18 years ago or something. Which is still your favorite. Which is still my favorite. He said, vinyl for vinyl. Yeah. He said he was going to pick up some vinyl. And I, he, I just fell in love with him. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, you're going to get some vinyl. That's great. <laughs> oh, it was great. Um, I don't know if he still says it. I hope he does. And I hope you all never stop. And he's from Norway, so I don't know why he says it, but I hope you all never stop. Okay. Okay. So I didn't say vaccine. <laughs> haven't picked that up from you, but I'm glad that you heard it. Um, so you all feel free if you're listening to say to now say vaccine, uh, vaccine, wax off. So the two of us will hopefully be vaccinated by the end of April. Maybe we'll even get the Johnson and Johnson one, which is one shot. But if we don't, we will deal. Uh, my mother has both of her shots, Yay. and she listens to these episodes. I don't think she listens to the other episodes because you know whatever. She's like, yeah. no, I want to listen to you and Anna. <laughs> so, mom, she got her two shots, and I'm first of all just so grateful that she did, and yes. so proud of her, and so thankful to her for doing that because I know it was. At the beginning of this, it was difficult because of her um, just impression of vaccines. Mm -hmm. And not just because of what you may have heard or seen, but, you know, 
one thing I remember growing up learn, knowing about my mom is that she grew up in Jackson, Mississippi, and she used to tell us, and my aunt Clotilde says this, and other people confirm it, that on a monthly basis or so, they grew up in an Episcopalian school, I think, mm-hmm. in the 50s. And about once a month or so, white nurses would come in with some sort of shot and shoot them with something. Oh, God. Take some kids and, sh- and, and, and experiment on them. Oh. And I used to hear that, and it sounded so far-fetched. But I think this Oprah movie, uh, um, I can't think of the name, but it's a woman's name. I think that's about that. I haven't seen it, but I think oh. it's about that. Oh. Proving that this happens okay. and it has yeah. happened in our history. And so... It wasn't only like, I just, you know, I'm an, I'm an anti-vaxxer. That's not her thing. Her thing was, wait a minute, you know, I'm used to people experimenting on me and blah, blah, blah. So she, my mom is all about the science. Yeah. And she's all about, like, what's best for mankind and what's best for her family and what's best for her, her own health. And she looked at that and said, for me, it feels right to get this shot. And she doesn't want to necessarily tell other people that they're supposed to get it that's her take on it but I can say you know that that's the the journey she went through and so she has those shots and to me that's just such a beautiful thing um now she has this to hold over me and she has having gone to Greece and Anna's gonna choke over you You okay (laughs) okay you okay that coffee didn't yeah I love when you try I'm to sorry. Cover, <laughs> cover it up. I'm like, don't cover it up. You're gonna choke. It's okay to look crazy. <laughs> it's a podcast. You'll be fine. They'll be. F- you you guys all right? You all all right? I'm not all right when I hear people cough. I'm like, why did you not edit this out? I don't yeah, want to hear this. That's true. And you are an editor. You could edit it out, but we're just doing one take. <laughs> or we wouldn't do this at all if we had to edit it. <laughs> that's true. Um, so so she has this to hold over me. She has the fact that she has gone to Greece and I have not. She went to a wedding of our friend, friends in Greece when I couldn't make you it. You know, I've also gone to Greece. Have you been to Greece? Oh my goodness, the two of y'all can get together and talk about it. I'm sure it was wonderful. And then she has that uh, she's been to the Kentucky Derby without me because she went in my stead mm-hmm. a couple of years ago. The last year it was available, you know, to go in person. Um, and so she always holds that over my head. So now she has this. Um, and I'm so gl- glad. And I saw so many people whose parents have gotten the vaccine. Oh, yeah, me too. Yeah. 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 Is there something that, I mean, do you know how the vaccine rollout is going in Germany? Not that good, apparently. Really? Yeah, it's pretty slow. They were out of vaccines or something. Not out of, They didn't order enough or something, which is ridiculous. Huh. Yeah. That's odd. That's at least what I hear from... Oh, you know, bureaucracy. And I don't know what's um what's behind it exactly, but I don't, I don't know all the politics that were involved. Mm-hmm. I just hear people complaining about it. Yeah. 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 Well, hopefully we all, I mean, as as Biden has said and as hopefully people can um gather. Yeah. Like the world needs to be vaccinated for this to really mean something. Absolutely. Unless we're going to live in a in a literal bubble. I mean, right now, Germany, the restrictions are so hard that they weren't wouldn't be allowed to gather anyway. So, but, um, but even more annoying for people because they're very restricted and can't and they're just waiting, kind of. Yeah. Do you think that uh, Germany overcorrected because they did so well at the beginning? They, not that many people got did. sick. Mm. Oh, 
Yeah, you know, they waited too long for the second lockdown. That's what they actually did. Yeah. Because people were still so upset about the first lockdown because they didn't have any deaths, which is good. It's a good thing. If, if, if you don't know that, <laughs> I'm sorry. You made us stay home and nobody died. So we're going to go back out. <laughs> yeah, they thought, oh, it's not that bad. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right? Then they waited really long with the second lockdown. Um and then now they've been really, really long in the lockdown, which is um, makes sense. But but at the same time, they didn't do enough to get enough vaccines, so they're just still still in the lockdown. Mm-hmm. And it, like it's, I mean, not lockdown like oh, you can't be in a restaurant only outside, <laughs> but more like you have to wear an N95 mask. Something yeah, like to almost everything and what you're referring to is like california our lockdown quote unquote is you can't go to that second underground club yeah like on friday nights exactly just the first one in germany like if you want to meet somebody um you can only meet somebody from one household yeah that's how it is in the uk yeah exactly but they copied it from germany though yeah yeah but look the point of it is this is the type of thing we should be doing we should be and it's not we're making the point that Germany doesn't have it all figured out. Yeah. UK doesn't have it all figured exactly. out. Exactly. But it's still if you listen to any episodes of us talking, we we just can't get over yeah. how lax it is and how people are states. so so angry about regulations that are so lax. And also how the regulations are lax. Yes. Yes, and it's just it's incredible. I mean, people are walking around as if there's not a pandemic. And I think we would go on and on. We would have to tune us out. So let's move away from it because it's just a lot. But the the good thing is that um, help is on the way, as they say. And you can see something on the horizon. We can see the light at the end of the tunnel. And numbers are going down already. So we're on a good way. And yeah, yeah, we can be more optimistic. You know, we don't have to maybe... Like in our brains, we can have a good outlook. Yes, know? and I do want to say one more thing. If anybody's still listening, <laughs> um, for some reason, I want to say it a second and third time, just in case anybody mistook me for anything. Please do not mention to me my weight <laughs> online, good or bad, yeah. or you look great. No matter, none of it, <laughs> none of it. Not a word, please. Not asking. Um, because I just thought of that again, like, oh, well, you, you're obese, so you can get the vaccine. Stop. Don't do it. <laughs> just, just stay back. Uh, and I make that mistake myself. I talk about, you know, I, I've been commenting on things, but, uh, I think let's talk about Watchmen because, yeah. um, we, we just, I watched when it first, well, I watched it like when it first came out Yeah. and I watched it on like laptop, my laptop and when I was traveling and it was just one of my favorite television shows I've ever seen. I just loved every minute of it. Mm-hmm. And so since that happened, I have been telling you to watch it every week. And you it's the only time I think I've ever seen you get upset with me <laughs> is when like the 14th <laughs> annoyed. time. Yeah, you were annoyed with me. Like I, it's the first time you snapped at me and you're like, you say this to me all the time. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, my, my bad, you know. But it was because I just knew you would love it. I had this feeling. So then you, on your own, yeah. just came downstairs one day, and you're like, I will watch The Watchmen now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yes. And so we watched it on a big screen. Yeah. And so I wanted to watch it again so I could see anything I missed. It's such a beautifully shot show, and I wanted to see yeah. it on a larger screen. So we watched it, kind of binged it once, one, one or two a night. Uh, we'd skip a couple nights. Yeah. 
but it's just fresh on the mind. We're not going to necessarily spoil it, but I think you should be careful if you haven't seen Watchmen yet to know that we it's been out for more than a year, so we feel free to talk about it. But, I won't say anything. <laughs> so let me just so let me just say that Anna does not feel free to talk about it. Yeah. She doesn't like the spoiler. I'm because not trying I to watch spoil. shows always very late. Yeah, I'm not trying to spoil anything. I'm not going to okay. give anything away either. I think that's <laughs> that ruins everything. All yeah. I want to say is just I want you to say like how you if you liked it or not. Yeah, um, I wouldn't want to talk about it if I didn't like it, honestly. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and. Um, my background is that I just had watched The Leftovers, uh, which I really loved, and it was produced and written mostly, I mean, by Damon, I don't know, Lindelof, Lindelof, I don't know how okay. his name is. Um, so The Watchman was the next show he did, so I was kind of interested to see how he would follow up. <laughs> that, mm-hmm. And he um, did Lost, right? He also did Lost, which yes, I'm watching did. now. Lost? <laughs> Leftovers and then Watchmen, which yeah. I didn't know. I had no idea. Yeah. Um, it took me a while to understand where Black Panther fit into everything in the Marvel world, and then I, you know. But yeah, so, what did you feel? Uh, what you What did you think of it? Yeah. Um. It was. It was. Uh, that's such a broad question. <laughs> did you enjoy it? <laughs> yes. Um. You have said words to me like beautiful, beautifully written, that sort of thing. Do you yeah. feel that way still? It is very beautiful and beautifully written and just very well made and um, it is experimental in a way. In a way, it's also um, in a way it's um, mainstream, mm-hmm. kind of. Mm-hmm. I would say um, um, so. I, I would say a mainstream audience can totally watch it if you have an open mind. Yeah. But um, and you're not racist. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Um, Who should be the, like the thing for every show? <laughs> you said about the King of Queens, you know. <laughs> if you have an open mind, you're not racist. Please watch the King of Queens. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you don't, if you're racist, just don't watch. Just it. don't watch. Don't enjoy anything. Thank yes. you. Um, no, but but so it has like it's not. But I'm saying not mainstream. Like oh, like it's like NPR the show. More like you can enjoy it if you don't if you don't only watch experimental shows, right? Yeah. So and. It has like the big stuff, like the superheroes and the kind, kind of like the that um, uh, that culture. What is that kind of reference and that oh, world, the, the world building, kind of a little bit. And um, it's it has action. It mm-hmm. has um, um, kind of superpowers in a way. Yeah. It um, but it's also completely out of this world. Yeah. And it is completely logical. And I mean, what I personally love, I, I wouldn't necessarily care about any of these things, but I love that the char- journeys of the characters are just so... Um, uh, it all fits together like a... I mean, the show fits together like a puzzle, but I think the character journeys are so good and the dialogues are so good. Mm-hmm. that That is the whole... Every second of it is just so enjoyable. Mm-hmm. It's because, yeah, it is so beautifully done and perfect. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. It's, just, it's just amazing. It's just, it's really good. And can we, can we get this on record? Was I right <laughs> to tell you that you would like it? 
You were right, but let me tell you. Okay. If you had done it more often, maybe I wouldn't have watched it. That's true. Yeah. I got that. The when you snapped at me and you looked at me with the eyes of a fiery um, infer- inferno, inferno, I stopped it. Actually. <laughs> Like the fourth, I think it was the fourth. It's 14. true, you did. Yeah, I stopped, and that's when you—that's when you came around to it after the leftovers, uh, which I okay. will watch. Eventually. I only don't like when people tell me I have to watch or do something because I feel like no, I don't. Oh, that's because you're like against the like you're a you're like a I'm against the institution. The institution, man. yeah. You don't any the word should or you didn't better. Tell me what to do. Yeah, my thing was no. You're. I just know you're gonna love it. Just like I know my mom's gonna love it, and she's in the middle of it right now, so we're not gonna spoil anything. But I know, I know she would absolutely love it for so many reasons. And, and there's like you would love it. a black and white episode. I'm not even going mean, to... Sepia toned. Yeah. 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 That is very... Um, um, it's like very not... It's like unlike the other episodes kind of, but it's so beautiful. And it's just... Um, you will just take away something from it, you know, for like... It's just because it was so... Even different, like even if you know all that stuff, mm-hmm. what it's about, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it goes into a lot of like. What, I mean, you're saying that you don't want to spoil it. <laughs> well, the show itself goes oh, into yeah. a lot of Black history, right? Yes, it does. So, not that episode in particular. And a lot but, of white history. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's true. A yeah, lot of white history. Exactly. We always call this Black history, but this is white people yes. acting a fool. Yes. Yes. But so and if, if you, you don't know, Anna's white, I'm black. If you don't know that, welcome to our world. But yeah, that's... And even if you is, already are well informed about all these things, um, just the way it is done and just the perspectives. And again, like the characters' journeys are just one, so well done gorgeous. that you take something from it. I yeah, feel. it's a very satisfying show. Oh, yeah. Very satisfying show. Yeah. Yes. And uh, if you've watched it, a lot of you have watched it already because it, it's been out for a little bit. Um, I will say one thing I found annoying, and I, won't, I will stop at this because we, oh. if you say anything else, <laughs> it'll spoil it. But one thing I found annoying oh was my that God. Anna knew everything before it <laughs> happened. <laughs> because the show is so logical, it, it told you... It was all made sense. Okay, well, we'll stop there and we'll talk a little later about if that's the case, Miss um, Smarty Pants. Um, but I, if you if you won't don't mind, um, I think we we stop here. Yeah. And I would like to take a moment. Yes. Uh, to talk about something serious and 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 also light at the oh. same time. Um, I want to. Uh, just take this moment to shout out and to acknowledge and recognize Holly Haggins, hmm. who is a friend of the the tech community tech community, um, who passed away suddenly at the age of forty one, just days ago. Um, first, of all, I want to say I'm sorry if this is the first time you're hearing it. I there I I don't know any other way to say it. I, this is how I learned about it was a, a tweet, which was pretty devastating. So I understand how you feel if that's how you're hearing it for the first time. It has happened. It happened a few days ago, about a week ago. Um, and no, I don't have more details. I think her family's being um, protective of that. But I think there are going to be memorials for her. She was she worked at Digital Digital Ocean, and she was a black woman. Um, and I guess she is a black woman, right? And um, 
I think if you follow Digital Ocean on Twitter or their website, they may say something about it and give more light to it. But she was too young and she was so, so wonderful. And let me tell you why it ties into this podcast and why I wanted to say it here. It's because before I recorded a minute, a second of Your First Million, Holly agreed to be the podcast launch partner with Digital Ocean. So she sponsored the first 10 episodes. So if you go back mm-hmm. to the first episode, anything that was an interview, it says it was brought to you by Digital Ocean. That was purely her. She didn't, she didn't need to hear a demo. She didn't need to say, let's see how you do. I could have had one listener and it had a few listeners when we started and it grew it. Mm-hmm. And she did that. And she also brought me in to speak the digital ocean. She also uh, wear, took pictures of herself wearing the underestimated t-shirt that we used to sell backstage. Um, she had the fast company cover. Um, all of these things were like, I've known her since 2017. I thought it was 2018, but it's 2017. I have email after email and DM after DM of her telling me how, like, she's just kind of propping me up and being so supportive. And I just think, you know, of course they say, always let people know how you feel about them. Um, just pick one person. I think that's the easiest way pick somebody today to just reach out to that you haven't talked to in a while. Um, and yeah, I just kind of Holly, 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 H O L L I E H A G G E E E N S. Um, and you know, I just wanted to celebrate her, her life and she lived a beautiful life. She touched so many people. We found out afterwards how many people she hooked up without anybody, you know, not even, you know, not, not one tweet about it. Um, all behind the scenes and how many people she helped out. Uh, there's some videos of her on YouTube interviewing people, including the CEO of Digital Ocean, so you can get a feel of her vibe and her how nice she was and how um, caring she was and how much she loved the startup world and the people in it. And I just wish all of her friends who knew her better than I did and who spent time with her, uh, especially Daniel, uh, wish all of her friends and her family only the best. And um, I'm thankful that she was with us for as long as she was. And that's what I want to say. Well said. Thank you.